This is the Zach Ansbury Show. Welcome. Today's podcast clip comes from an interview with Chris Bellani from Foodland Supermarkets Australia. So you did your university here, experienced the old bachelor's degree life. I did. And now you are off into industry. So you you pretty much moved straight away to Sydney, didn't you? Uh, Was that right? Pretty much, yes. Yeah. Pretty much, yes. So after I finished, I've actually, I was just reflecting before, I think I've been graduated now for, yeah, a decade, which is um, just absolutely flown by. So after I graduated, I, um, I did take a little bit of a, I guess you can say, a, a gap year. And I did some travel, which was fantastic just to go out and see the world a little bit. Yeah. And then I came back to Adelaide and thought, well, I have this degree. What am I, what am I going to do with it now? And, um, I decided to, to move to Sydney. I got offered a job over in Sydney, one that I'd applied for. And, um, I took the plunge and went. Yeah. Was that the job with, um, what was it pollinate? Pollinate. Yeah. yeah. So it was a research executive role. Yep. I have no idea what that actually means. Did you want to explain it to everyone? Sure. So probably before I talk about uh, the move to Sydney, I should probably take a step back and talk about my undergrad degree. Mm-hmm. So while doing my undergrad degree at university, I was very lucky to um, secure a role as a firstly a research assistant and mm-hmm. then a research associate at the Ehrenberg Bass Institute. Now, this was um, an amazing experience for me. It opened up um, a whole lot of doors and I look back at everything that has happened in my life and that was probably the key enabler i think a lot of the things that happen to me right now yeah. i can i go back to that period in time and thinking you know what look how lucky i was that i got to step foot into the Ehrenberg bass institute and be um, a research assistant and then wow. a research associate so in my capacity as a research assistant and i guess more so as an associate it was about research so it was about conducting market research or in some cases, academic research as well. So looking for, so my background was essentially in research. That's all I had really known at that point once I had graduated my university degree. Um, So I wanted a research job. So research jobs were relatively difficult to come by in Adelaide, at least at the Mm. time. So I knew, look, chances are Sydney, Melbourne, probably going to be more opportunities there. I I should go and have a look. So this opportunity at a market research agency called Pollinate came up, which is um, an agency based in Surrey Hills in Sydney. Mm. A very, very lovely um, agency. Went over there. I'd actually never been to Sydney before. The first time I'd set foot in Sydney was for the job interview. Wow. I had just never, I'd always just been a, a Melbourne person. I'd always just gone to Melbourne. Yeah. Um, so I thought that would be a really exciting opportunity um, to not only get out of the state of South Australia and explore this country of ours, but in particular to do it in a brand new agency. So in my role as research executive, I was essentially doing what I'd previously been doing, and that was market research. Okay. And um, as luck would have it, my project was working on the brand tracker for the University of Sydney. So I was right. kind of still involved <laughs> in the university sector. Yeah. And um, it kind of felt like a like a nice pair of uh, jeans. Like it just, it felt right because I was familiar with the university setup. Yeah. I was familiar with the different departments within a university and, and, and how they work. And that was, a, that was a really fun experience in my life. That was a good fit for you, actually. Yeah, it sense. was. It was. Would have been a smoother transition. Absolutely. University of Sydney, so I think they're um, yeah part of the G8. They so, are. So yep. you know, people who don't understand the G8 system within Australia, it's basically the oldest prestigious universities. Yep. Um, 
for those of you who are listening at home, there's kind of the, the G7 and then a, quite a bit of a gap. And then the G8 is um, Adelaide Uni, which is one of the reasons that there was that potential proposed merger yep. talk between them and us, um, which has apparently got reignited again recently. Yeah, it did, but yeah. Yeah, we'll see. So you did, uh, you gained, you applied the skills that you learned at the Institute um, to pollinate and then you ended up moving to a senior strategic insights role. Yes, that's right. So working agency side is is fantastic. I, 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 I do love it. And maybe again, I should just take a step back and explain the difference between agency and client side. So when you work on an agency side, you're working for a just that an agency it could be a creative agency, it could be a research agency, but you're working for brands, and you might have multiple brands. So your day might be based working on a project on brand A, on brand B, on brand C, and you win clients, you lose clients, you win clients, you lose clients. On client side, that's where you work for one of those brands, and every single day it is your responsibility to help that brand. So they're, they're quite diverse. Mm. Um, I found certainly agency side is certainly very fast paced because you're typically working on a lot of different brands. Um, agency side is you require a different level of skill set um, and and certainly um, different levels of, of leadership and attitude, especially to, to navigate stuff from within a single organization. So I wanted to test myself and go agency side. So I wanted to focus my attention on just a, a, a single brand or a single product, or in this case, a single destination, which was Destination New South Wales, which um, is also known as Tourism New South Wales. That had a bit of a um, bit of a branding change. And working for the tourism board was probably as fun as it sounds. It yeah, was just it does um, sound good. It was, it was an amount, I've been incredibly lucky in my career and that's, I used to go to work um, every day in the rocks. I used to look out the office window and see the Opera House and the Sydney Harbour Bridge and it was just, uh, it was, it was just spectacular. It was absolutely amazing. We're all, we're all thinking um, that we feel incredibly sad and sorry for you. Yeah. That, that you had to, had to take one for the team and put yourself through that. That's right. Look, but it certainly, um, it's, it's, it certainly was a, it certainly was a, a, a tough gig, yeah. but it, yeah, it, it really did have its perks. It really did have its perks. Okay. So, so unlike the client side of things, you know, you mentioned managing multiple brands and how did you kind of, um, cause they'd be in different categories and, and, and potentially international as well. Yeah. yeah. How, how did you kind of manage to pull your head into different directions within the same day, I suppose? Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's, it's quite a difficult one. So every industry or every category is going to be different. So in, in tourism, it was about, there are three large segments. There's intrastate, so mm. that's traveling within the state. There's interstate, so traveling within Australia but in different states, and then there's international, so that's traveling from other countries into, well, in this case, New South Wales. So each three of those segments were quite different. Obviously, the demographics Mm. were different because people in different countries are different to people in Australia, people in New South Wales might be a little bit different to people in the rest of Australia, what they're looking for, how they can actually get to you. So you're absolutely right. So it might be in the morning, you might have focused your attention on the international side of things. In the afternoon, you had to focus on intra, and then in um, the later afternoon, you had to focus on interstate. And you really did have to just shift your gear and shift your mind into another gear to say, I'm going to focus all my attention on this. And this is what I know about the international travel, uh, travelers. And then you had to stop, 
you had to do that again for the intrastate and then the interstate. And in many respects, that's kind of what marketing is about. It's mm. about these little chunks of knowledge and you just whipping them down and saying, this is what I know about this and this is what I'm going to focus on and then changing it to that one and then changing it to that one and not trying to get mixed up in the uh, in the event. Yeah. It sounds like you kind of require a lot of um, like time management skills as well. So if you have three competing interests for your time in that role to not become overly excited about maybe international travel or and, and neglect some of the others? Yeah, abs- look, look, look ab- absolutely. You had to, um, there was certainly a large financial side of things, so you had to know you, uh, how big the, the prize was, how big the pie was. And, of course, you needed love and attention to all of them, but they would all require their own little strategies. And, you know, you had to you had to make sure that you were focusing your attention on the things that absolutely mattered the most. Yeah, sounds good. And now you've returned to South Australia. I have, yes. So how did you manage to, to transition back from South, uh, Sydney to South Australia and then end up in this role? So I didn't actually go from Sydney back to Adelaide. I went to Sydney to Melbourne. Oh, really? So I, ha- I did I have a... That. Yeah, no, look, it was a very brief stint in yeah. Melbourne. So I worked for um, I, another market marketing agency there right. called TNS. Again, had a fantastic time. I was probably in Melbourne for around six months, I want to say, Loved my time in Melbourne. It was just time for me to come home. Yeah. So from Melbourne, I went to Adelaide. And as I said, Adelaide was home. And I always knew I wanted to come back to, to Adelaide, despite all the fun I'd been having in Sydney and Melbourne. Um, coming back, the decision to come back was a relatively straightforward one to me. Um, but then when I got back to Adelaide, I was having a look at the market. And the Adelaide market, at least at the time, it was, it was quite interesting. Because I, at that point in time, probably had about five years of experience, Mm -hmm. essentially all based in insights and research. Now, I said I had moved to Sydney prior because those types of research and insights roles weren't readily available in Adelaide. Mm. Turns out not too much had changed in that five years. Yeah. So I knew that I either had to apply my skill set into a different area and um, move a little bit sideways, which I was more than happy to do, or I would just have to wait it out and be lucky for something to come up. Um, probably a bit of both happened, actually. Okay. I probably had to, to move a little bit sideways, but then I got lucky that a job came up for Foodland and I applied for it. Yeah. And here I am. Hey, guys. It's Zach Ainsbury here with just a couple of quick reminders. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, then make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. There are plenty more interviews to come with some of the world's leading marketing academics and the practitioners. You do not want to miss these. In the meantime, if you're looking for another way to connect, then follow me on Twitter at Zach Ainsbury. That is Z-A-C-A-N-E-S-B-U-R-Y for my take on the marketing issues of the day.